Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Amen. I, I have the topic to talk about. Change is my friend. Can you turn to your neighbor and tell your, uh, tell your neighbor, change is my friend? See, we need to learn how to embrace change. And basically, if you're not embracing change, you're probably stuck in a cycle. And a cycle will, will sound like this. It'll stay stagnant. It'll, I don't know if you've seen water sit for a while. It starts stinking, starts turning green. It'll be a little dysfunctional. And uh, we can't allow ourselves to be stuck in a cycle. We need to learn how to ask God to get us out of, out of a cycle and into a season. Can I get an amen? You see, the catalyst for uh, spiritual change is we have to be willing to allow God to change us, and we need to understand that God is always in control. You see, when we embrace change, something new and improved comes, and we need to activate our faith to step into that new thing. Amen? In Isaiah 43, 19, it says this, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And I kind of wanted to stop right here and and just, just think about what happened in 2023. All the lives that have been changed. I mean, service after service, these altars were, were filled with people getting saved, with people dedicating their life to God. God is doing something new in their lives. And, and I kind of wanted to basically do kind of like a, a testimony of my life. And, and since we're in New Year's, I remember my New Year's in 2010, um, Prior to, to, to um, getting saved, I was stuck in a cycle. Uh, I was addicted to dr- drugs. I was um, up and down with everything. I didn't have no motive. I was just a mess. I was stagnant and I was in dysfunction. And I'm reminded of the story in John 11, and I'm going to start in verse 41. It's when Jesus uh, raises Lazarus from the dead. And, and I'm going to start in 41. Uh, We know the story, so I just want to basically focus on this portion. In 41, it says this. So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you have sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with the cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Now, this reminds me a lot of who I was before I came to Christ. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 that we were dead in our transgressions, that we were dead in sin until we had an encounter with Jesus Christ and he changed our life. And I believe there have been a lot of people here that have came up to these altars and were feeling the way I was in 2010. Let me tell you, when I got saved, I got saved in either November or December, but I didn't make a commitment to New Year's, so I thought that this was relevant for me to bring it up today. You see, those past two months, I was going through uh, a change. God was working in me and I didn't even know about it. I was just coming to church, but I kept on asking myself, is this really what God wants me to do? Is this really where God wants me to belong? Like, I didn't know any better and I was just coming honestly because uh, my friend who invited me kept on picking me up. I would tell him not to come and he would show up anyways. I'm like, all right, let's go. So I wanted to tell you it took a while for me to kind of get my mind right and I remember on New Year's Eve in 2010, I went to a New Year's Eve party and I remember drinking a, uh, a few beers, um, you know, I used, anyways, um, and I, I remember, this is how I know God was doing a work in me. 
I felt out of place. I was at this party and, and I was in, I was in a, a place that I was familiar with, but I remember when I was drinking alcohol, it wasn't having an effect in my life. In fact, I was like, why am I doing this? I remember telling myself like, this is it. And, and when, when midnight came, I remember putting my drink down. I said, I'm done with this. And I made a commitment that I was gonna stay focused and serve God. You see, when, when, when I think about what Jesus did to Lazarus, I put my life in that, in that name where it says, Lazarus, come out. I, I put... Jesus calling my name, Peter, come out. And it said, unbind him. And, and, and some illustrations say, loosen him or remove uh, the, 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 the things that are binding him. And, and when I think about this, and, and I want you to kind of picture your life to this and what you struggled with and the things that you were bound by. When Jesus raised you from the dead, you see, they were mummified here uh, when somebody had passed away. So when he was brought to life, he was, he was bound and wrapped up and Jesus said, release him. And when I think about the the, the the, the bandages that were coming off. I think about God just cleansing our lives, amen? All the dirt just falling off. All the, the perversion just coming off. All the alcohol and all the addictions just falling off. As Jesus said, loosen this man because I have set him free. I was no longer suicidal. I was no longer depressed. I was no longer uh, uh, just in, in a cycle, stuck, not knowing what, what, what to do with my life. But God had uh, set me free and he broke those chains. And I wanna tell you, if you've been coming, God is breaking the chains in your life and he has cleansed you and he has made you new. Now, what I want to tell you is if you're not careful, you got you to you really, really, really understand that you can't do this on your own. Amen. And, and I think that was my struggle the first couple of months. I was just coming, not relating to anybody. And I was just stuck and I was just, just hearing the word, but God was working in me. So I want to encourage you to continue coming. But we got to understand that it's Jesus that's going to help us get through this, 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 uh, out of this cycle and into a season. Amen. So uh, what I want you to know in John chapter 12, the very next chapter, it says six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So so they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served and Lazarus was, uh, was one of those recycling with him at the table. You see, when I got saved and I finally got it right after that New Year's in 2010, I understood that it's going to be Jesus that's going to help me fight my addiction. You see, we, we understand that when you're lost, there's value. But when you're found, the Bible says in, 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 um, in Luke chapter 15 that there's a celebration when, when the woman found the coin. Amen. When the, and, and when, the, when the, the shepherd found the sheep, that there was a celebration and a party. And, and that's all great. When we get saved, your name is written in the book of life. There is a celebration. But what's going to happen when you're by yourself the very next day when the party is over? You see, there has to be a decision that you need to make and you got to make that decision to step forward and say, you know what? I'm going to walk this new life that God has for me. You got to make a decision to, to step forward and say, you know what? I'm tired of my old life and I'm going to trust in the Lord and see what he has for me. And you may not understand it today, but I want to encourage you. You need to make a decision that I'm not going to live in fear anymore of the unknown, but I'm going to trust in the Lord because he saved me. I felt him touch my life and I'm going to believe that there is something better for me. Amen. And, and, and I'm just reminded by another story that I'm going to end with. And it's a story that I, that I really love. It's in 2 Kings chapter 7. And I'm not going to get into too much detail. I'm just going to get to the part that I really want to talk about. In 2 Kings uh, 7, 3, it says this. Now, there were four men who were lepers at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? If we say, let us enter the city, the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we sit here... 
we die also. So now come, let us go over to the camp of the Syrians. If they spare our lives, we shall live. But if they kill us, we shall but die. So they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. But when they came to the edge of the camp of the Syrians, behold, there was no one there. For the Lord had made an army of the Syrians. Hear the sounds of chariots and of horses, the sound of a great army. So they... So that they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come against us. So they fled away in the twilight and abandoned their tents, their horses, and their donkeys, leaving the camp as it was and fled for their lives. You see, this story has to do with four lepers that were kicked out of, of, of they're in isolation in, in their own city. And, and this city was surrounded by the Syrian army and they're besieging the city. Just, just picture this. There was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of things going on. Put it this way, they were uh, selling their own children to eat. That's how bad it was, okay? So we have all these people in fear of the Syrian army, and it took four lepers to make a decision. They said, if we stand outside of this gate, we're going to die. If we go into the city, we're going to die. But if we go to the enemy, we might live. They may kill us, but we still have a chance to live. You see, these four lepers made a decision that they weren't going to stand in their situation and they're going to do something about it. You see, they didn't know that God was going to move on their behalf. They didn't know what God was going to do, but they knew that this is the only way that we're going to be able to live another day. So they decided to, to take a step forward and go towards the enemy's camp. And when I think about that, I'm glad that there was four of them because I think they encouraged one another to continue moving forward because I can picture them just walking more and more to the enemy's camp and looking back like, are you for real? Like, are we really going to do this? You know, we may die right here, uh, but, but, but if you're going, I'm going to go. They said they talked amongst themselves and they convinced one another that we're going to go to the enemy's camp. And all they did was be obedient. Obedient to what? Not wanting to stay in the same place. Not wanting to stay in their dirt and in their filth. See, these were lepers. These were ones that were unclean. They were considered unclean, but they were cornered outside of the camp and they couldn't go in. If they went into the city, people would look at them different because they were dirty, but God used them, amen? God used them to do a mighty miracle against, uh, against the army as they were walking over there. They said that they, they heard horses of chariots move and the enemy fled, amen? And, and I wanna encourage you guys today that when you take a step of faith and trust in the Lord and not let fear keep you held back and just trust like, God, I just don't want to stay in the same place, but I'm going to keep moving forward. God, I know my life back there was a mess, but I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to take another step closer. God, I don't know what the future has for me. I don't know what tomorrow may have, but I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to keep moving forward, Lord, and I'm going to see what you're going to do in my life. You see, as they kept on moving forward, God made a miraculous miracle. And I want to tell you guys right now, when you choose to change your life and change your situation and stop living in fear of the unknown and stop being afraid and step out and trust in the Lord, you're going to see God's going to do a miracle in your life. God's going to do a miracle in your situation and God's going to move in a mighty way. And I just want to end it like this. Let's not be afraid to change and do something new. God is with you. God's hand is in it. Let's be willing to step out and move forward with God. Not for what we may gain or what we may take, but let's do it for what we will become. You see, God has a purpose and plan for your life and he's going to change you as you just stay obedient and trusting him. Even though we may be feared of the unknown, I'm going to let you know I've been doing this walk for 14 years. God has not let me down. I don't know where I'd be without God and I want to let you know continue walking this, continue just showing up, continue just being available and you're going to see God's going to move on your, 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 your behalf. Amen. God bless you guys. I want to welcome up. 
Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.